Good morning. It's Monday morning. I am back on schedule, uh, at least for now. I probably should not have said that out loud. Uh, but it is Monday morning, July 12th, 2021. And uh, in lieu of a Monday meditation, if you didn't catch last week's episode, uh, be sure to listen to that uh, as it starts a new series, mini series, if you will, uh, that asks what COVID gave me. And so by extension, of course, I'm asking what COVID gave you. COVID-19, to be specific, heaven forbid you're listening to this several years into the future um, and you are dealing with a COVID um, other number for the year. Remember, COVID is an acronym of sorts. Uh, Coronavirus Disease 2019 uh, at this stage of the game, it's July 2021, we are still dealing with the aftermath of the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, it's affected billions and killed millions. And of course, every country went through its own version of crisis response. Uh, some well-coordinated, some practiced, others not so much. But what I seek to do with this series, which will go for at least the next few weeks, is is not to dwell on the negative, however important it is, and it is important. This series, the, the aim of this question, the aim of my challenging you to ask yourself this question has nothing to do with trying to downplay the, um, the death that we've experienced, the tragedy that we've experienced, even for those who contracted the virus, who dealt with um, some some truly heinous symptoms, lingering system symptoms, uh, folks that are still deal, dealing with that and that might be looking at long-term, if not lifelong damage as a result of that. All of that is important to remember as we respond to this virus, right? Uh, and as we think about the lessons that we need to learn, that we must learn, that I am afraid we're not learning um, as a result of this pandemic. Right, so I've I've said this before, and you're probably going to hear me say this time after time after time. The the bigger the organization, uh, the bigger the unit, the bigger the division, the bigger the group of people. Right, that the tougher it is to take lessons learned and do something real with it. We experience this in the military. We experience this in the private and public sector, and I think as a nation and as a world, generally speaking, not to sound too, you know, highfalutin we really have to work hard to make sure we take whatever lessons we've learned from this pandemic and not just shelve them in a box to collect dust until 25 years from now, hopefully much longer. We experience this again, which we will, and invariably it will be worse and we'll have no corporate knowledge, no history, no help, uh, on what to do because we didn't bother reviewing those lessons on a regular basis. We didn't bother looking at that stuff. We didn't bother to build a team to maintain that knowledge, to maintain that continuity. We have that choice to make. So this series is an attempt not to do that necessarily, but to take another side of that. And that's to talk about the positive that we can take from COVID-19. Last week's episode, I highlighted probably the most important thing that COVID-19 gave me. 
talked for a few minutes about um, what might have happened. It's impossible to know. It's impossible to prove. But what might have happened had COVID-19 not been a thing, had we not been locked down in our homes, working from home, sharing our offices with our spouses, our kids, our pets. I have a lot to be grateful for in my own life personally and professionally. And some of that, a lot of that, if not all of that, is in fact a result of being uh, stuck at home, quote unquote, working from home for uh, more than a year. So this week, I answer that question again because COVID-19 gave me a lot. And while last week's episode might sum all of it up, I think it's important to get a bit more granular, to get into the details a little bit and really expand. And for myself, selfishly, just be grateful for what positive lessons and what positives I can take out of a pretty negative experience for all of us. And then by extension, to challenge you to do the same thing. So what did COVID-19 give me? This week, pretty simple, but a pretty lasting impact, especially when it comes to personal habits. COVID-19 opened up the space for me to read a lot. So March 14th, I think, 2020, thereabouts, uh, Ohio State is in the middle of its spring break. Um, and our university president at the time had sent out a university-wide email talking about first steps toward closing the university down to in-person classes, to in-person and on-campus access. All the stuff that we started to hear in March uh, flowed down from university administration. And almost immediately, right, I start texting my boss those of us who were in the office that day or planning to be in the office that day, right? We're, we're trying to work lighter hours. We're trying to get a late workout in, maybe have breakfast with our families, you know, do something to enjoy spring break. We show up on a Wednesday morning uh, and the name of the game is not, hey, catch up, make sure grades are good, make sure the second half of the semester's assignments are ready to go. The name of the game is we aren't going to see our students again in person. Um, certainly for the freshmen, sophomores, juniors, not for the rest of the semester. For the seniors, we may never see them in person again because they're going to graduate and move on. And we had to do all of our graduation and commissioning stuff virtually. So March 14th, 2020, the university begins its, the steps toward shutting down. Our students, some return home or some return back to campus, some don't, but they don't return to class. Everyone meets virtually on Zoom. And we begin working from home. Uh, there's an ebb and flow to it. We're not really sure how long it's going to last. As an active duty military member who also works on a university campus, right, I'm beholden to two bosses. I'm beholden to two different chains of command. And so the university is taking a pretty conservative approach, meaning get everybody off campus unless you must be on campus for something. Don't show up. The military, meanwhile, uh, as it's known to do, is trying to figure out uh, how to make a decision. And it is trying to its credit to devolve responsibility and, and try to allow local commanders to make the decision. But uh, as it happens a lot of times, local commanders are more than capable of making the decision, but the bosses in between them and senior civilian leadership 
don't want to get in trouble for a bad call. And so we start to get um, all sorts of unsolicited guidance on what to do. Long story short, by the end of spring semester, we are exclusively in a work from home state. We teach our classes online. We hold our staff meetings online. And just like millions uh, around the country and around the world, everything we do personal and professional revolves around the house, the home, however big or small your house is. That's where the magic happens all day, every day. But you know, what's interesting about the work from home environment and the environment that we caused as a result of COVID-19 was that very quickly you knew how efficient you were at work or how inefficient you were at work. I didn't need eight hours a day or 10 hours a day to do what I did. Much of my day was spent reacting and responding to student requests, to questions from students, to phone calls, to emails, to um, walk-in appointments. And all of that is necessary. All of that is valuable. So I'm not, the point of this is not to complain about my students, is not to complain about cadets walking around the ROTC unit, right? An open door policy is meaningless if you're never there to open your door and allow them to come in. So that's not my point. But the reality was we weren't allowed to accept students in-person appointments. We had office hours available virtually, as you might expect, right? Especially if you've got a kid in this age group or if you know kids in this age group. All of them were frustrated by this. And so it was tough to stay engaged with them. But even with open hours or open office hours, even with classroom time, even with training time, I got a lot of time back. I kept waking up early. I'm up at 4.30, downstairs by five with the coffee running. But we couldn't do physical training, couldn't do workouts, couldn't do early morning training. And our academics were, in my case, twice a week at 7 a.m. So outside of that and some meetings, I have all the flexibility in the world, not just to get my work done, but to get work done on myself. If you know me personally, you know that my to-read list is exponentially longer than my have-read list or currently reading list. And it, it's, that's not likely to change before I, before I die, right? That's, that's just always been the case. There's always so many more questions to ask and so much more to learn. And the more you learn, the more you know how little you actually know. That is absolutely the case. But what COVID-19 and the lockdown gave me, honestly, was the chance to put a real dent into my to-read list, into the stack of books that I have on my nightstand, on the bookshelf in the bedroom, on the bookcases in the living room. It allowed me to pick up titles that were unique to our environment, to learn more, not just about pandemics and natural disasters, Right there's some there are some titles new and older out there that have now become part of the COVID nineteen canon. Right, books that everybody read, like the Great Influenza, uh, Nicholas Christakis's book uh, Apollo's Arrow, which is which is new to twenty twenty. The Great Influenza is an older book, but still quite relevant to the time. That's just two of the many examples of books that people not only recommended but read to understand the moment we were in. 
I was able to read to understand the moment we were in after Memorial Day 2020 when George Floyd was killed on the streets of Minneapolis. I was able to read and understand the political moment we were in as we raced headlong toward Election Day in November. I was able to read and understand the moment I was in personally, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, psychologically, as a transitioning military member, going through something of an existential crisis professionally, personally, something that would have been difficult enough on its own without a worldwide pandemic that was limiting our movement. Now to go through that with a family that is by all accounts incredibly blessed, lucky to have kept our jobs. We're both, you know, working for the government means job security. You know, people know that. It's not the most glamorous work. It can certainly be a frustrating organization, but of course, if you're a government employee, you understand how lucky you are to have the job you have in an environment like that. Doubly so, triply so for someone like me who has a job that sent me home and did not look over my shoulder constantly to check and see what I was doing. I got all my work done. I engaged with my students. I was responsive to my bosses, responsive to my team, and still had the time I needed to work on myself and to read a lot and to write a lot and to really think about who I was, what I enjoy doing most, what I hate doing the most, what kind of husband and father I want to be, need to be, what kind of father I owe to my kids, what kind of husband I owe to my wife, and what kind of professional I now can be now that this first career chapter is ending. That time was extraordinarily valuable. And I don't know where I would be or how I would feel about the moment I'm in now if I didn't have it. So to be clear... The gift that I received from COVID-19, the gift that allowed me the time and space to think about important questions in my life and to work on myself and to develop myself, I know hundreds of thousands, millions of people did not have. There are millions of people around this country that had jobs that were not secure before the pandemic and only proved as much during the pandemic. So if you kept working, whether from home or you were at work throughout the pandemic, per perhaps the role you played wherever you work was by itself a gift. Perhaps something you did at work or had the chance to do was a gift. If you did not keep your job, if you could not keep your job, if you had to float between jobs, if you had to take on another job, if you were unemployed for some period of time, if you're unemployed still now, what opportunity do you have coming out of it? What experiences did you gain in lieu of that work that despite the difficulty will make you better when you go back to work, when you go back to something that fulfills you, that gives you meaning? What did COVID-19 give you?
there must be a positive. There just has to be. Because if there's nothing positive to take from tragedy, if there is no growth, if there is no development, if there is no leaning forward from this, well then what are we, what are we doing? What are we trying to do? Every bit of work, every bit of effort we expend, every word we utter trying to make something better around us is for naught. It's a waste of time. If there is nothing positive to take from this experience, then there's nothing left to try to do. And that's a terrible mental space to occupy. Because now you're just giving up on yourself and your family and everything. If you listen to last week's episode, you know that on some level, I understand that perspective. I get where, that, where you're coming from, if that's you. And I understand how, lo- how hard life can be. Every one of us is unique. So while I have not lived your life, you have not lived mine. We've all suffered through something and we've all had to struggle through something. But if you cannot see the silver lining, then all you're saying is it's worth giving up. And I don't think that's true. And I don't think you do either. So what did COVID-19 give you? What has COVID-19 given you? What has this experience? What did the past year, year and a half, what did it teach you? What did it tell you? What did it suggest to you? What opportunities did it give you that you wouldn't have had if not for the pandemic? The answer is there. I absolutely know it. Ask yourself that question this week. I hope you asked it last week. Ask it again this week and really dig down. Really dig deep and share the answer with someone. You don't have to share it online or on social media or or whatever. That's not the point. You can. Of course you can. But share it with someone. When you hug a family member, you hug a friend, you shake someone's hand and let them know how important they are to you today, share that answer with them. Ask them how they're doing, where they've been. And if you've got the kind of relationship where you can talk seriously about serious stuff, ask them. Let them know you listen to this show. Share the episode if you think it's valuable. But most importantly, whether you share it or not, whether you mention my name or the show's name or not, let them know I'm digging deep and asking myself, what have I gotten out of this experience? Because it wasn't all negative. It can't all be negative. What about you? Leadership starts with us individually. We have to be able to lead ourselves effectively and with a genuine purpose but leaders don't spend all their time worrying about themselves. We have to take care of ourselves so that we can serve others. And that might mean asking a friend, a family member, a colleague, what has this experience given you? What positives can you draw from it? And how can you harness that energy for the better? Let them know how important they are to you. 
take a breath of fresh air, no matter what the weather's like. Get some time outside in the sun, in the wind, in the rain. Remember that every day we get to wake up and try it again is on its own a great gift. Took me a long time to appreciate that, to understand that. The daily grind can obscure a lot of that from all of us. But every single day you wake up and you sit your feet off the side of the bed, you stand up, you take a breath, and you realize you've got a day to try it again. Just consider for a minute how big of a gift that really is. Go out there today. Have a great week. Get after it wherever you are and lead well.